This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. My name is John Leary and you are listening to The Saturday Quiz. Every week on this podcast, I'm joined by a couple of guests who try to give me the correct answers to the 10 questions from the quiz in The Saturday Paper. This week, though, the pressure is on me because I am joined by two guys who really know their way around podcasts and the audio medium. They spent three years hosting Triple J's highest rating breakfast show and now make the daily podcast All Day Breakfast which you can find in all the usual podcast places. Welcome to the show, Matt Okine and Alex Dyson. Yo, yo, yo. Johnny, how are we? (laughs) How are you? We're good, man. Um, I've been keeping a fierce eye on the crypto market (laughs) over the past 24 hours. I, oh, you, yeah? I can't believe that you have taken Matt O'Kine away from the graphs, the uh, the numbers, the <laughs> memes for about 45 minutes. So he's going to get out of here and either start purchasing a Bentley or he's going to be <laughs> having to go and buy some two-minute noodles from down the shops, depending <laughs> on the next 45 minutes, I would say, yeah. such as the volatility. Have you just put everything on, oh, on put crypto? It all. Um, put, I, I'm, it's a shame you, you can't exchange kidneys for it yet. Uh, I would try. <laughs> But nah, I'm, I'm, I would never give anyone financial advice, but never, ever, ever invest more than you can risk to lose. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Well, that is, that is pretty good advice. Uh, let me ask you a question, a first question before the questions. Do you guys do a quiz on your show? Every now and um, then. We do do quizzes occasionally. Yeah. Some of the answers are a bit stupider sometimes. We do a quiz on All Day Breakfast called One of These Things Didn't Actually Happen where Matt O'Kine <laughs> says three things from his weekends. One of them not true. The other two very true. Uh, and yeah, we give away well, prizes for that. And Yesterday we did plank calls, Daiso. <laughs> we did some plank calls. Oh uh, yeah, you we, did some plank calls. Where we call yes. listeners while we're in the plank position and we need to <laughs> yes. try and get them to say the code word which allows us to stop planking. Uh, but we're not allowed to um, to mention ones that are similar to it. So yesterday was wilderness, and you couldn't say bush, forest, or jungle. Um, yeah, and Matt O'Kine won that one. So um, that's not good. That and is hilarious. Oh, look, there's no planking on this show. <laughs> no. Uh, look, I spent my whole life trying not to plank. To be honest, I don't know how I ended up getting into a job where I'm required to do it. <laughs> well, look, since you are both professionals, would one of you mind uh, throwing to a little break before we get into the actual questions? Certainly can. I mean, coming from the ABC uh, in, over the day, we'd probably prefer to, or do it in the style of throwing to a song because there aren't any. Oh, yeah, know, sure, sure, there. sure. So happy to do it there. Um, you're, you're listening to the Saturday quiz coming up. We've got some hilltop hoods, but right now it's time for a short break. Is that all right? Perfect. Nailed <laughs> Excellent. It. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
You are listening to the Saturday Quiz. My guests today are Matt O'Kine and Alex Dyson. Are you guys ready for question number one? Oh, yep. I think we better jump straight in. Let's do it. Here we go. Question number one. The Many Saints of Newark is a prequel film to which long-running television series? The Many Saints of, of Newark. Newark. I'm sure that's popped up on my on one of the random streaming services that I'm getting fleeced for every month. The only thing I know about Newark is Kanye West mentions that he moves to Newark, New, New Jersey in the yep. song Last Call uh, back in... To like back in his first release, which was 2003, I believe. Now, I'm pretty sure that Kanye has a son called Saint. Is wow. that correct? No, yeah, I, maybe. So I the ha- many I saints have no of idea. Newark is- could very well be Kanye's breakout from Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> a prequel to Keeping Up with the Kardashians. A, a prequel film to Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I mean, that might be happening. It's not called The Many Saints of Newark, if it is. Okay. Got you. There's only one saint of Newark. We know that. I I can't remember if I flew into Newark Airport or LaGuardia Airport when going to New York one time. Um, but I, I think I've, the thing that I've seen, it's very gangster-related... It is very gangster related. Many saints of. <gasps> I'm going to suggest. I'm going to think. I think it's Sopranos. It is. Oh, it's the Sopranos. There, there we, we go. go. Good work. Well buddy. done. That yeah, word. you got there. And it stars uh, James Gandolfini's son Michael as Tony Soprano. Hey, interesting. how about that? How cool is that? That's that's cool. That's where they they got um Ice Cube's son to play him in um. Oh yeah, the, that's right. In their in the NWA movie. See. Yeah. This is the problem with being the son of not an actor. You know, I mean, this is why <laughs> I haven't get a job. This is why I haven't gotten any jobs recently. It's because well, my my lousy dad didn't look like a look like lousy. a gangster. He turned like up on Triple J enough. every fortnight, did a review of the feature album for no money, and you call him lousy. Yeah, but he Come doesn't on, look like a gangster, does he? So there he you the go. Official no dentist of the, you. Of he's the a Ghanaian dentist. Commonwealth he's got, Games he's got team. The mask on. Maybe he's the. The evil <laughs> dentist of Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well done. Question number one out of the way. Here we go. Question number two. Which river runs through Florence, Italy? Have either of you been to Florence? Yes, make it I to have. Florence? And I, I think about it quite a lot because the food is incredible. Um, Isn't it? And yeah. I know I, I know that river. I crossed that river on a bridge. Here's a different fact for you. <laughs> which bridge did you cross? It? I don't remember. Do you remember? But there's well, lots it of, could have been the Ponte Vecchio, there's which lots is called of bridges, the Old Bridge. Right. Yes, there, there are. Whereas the Amazon River, we learned on our on our show yesterday, no 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 bridges. No bridges. The whole six thousand kilometer river, no bridges. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what bridge. That's a good bit of trivia. I love that it for is. this show. It is very good. Um, it doesn't get us the correct answer for this, though. <laughs> no, um, the no. Florence you don't get points river. for just that. Um, river in Florence. I mean, no, I haven't been there. I went to Venice and I've been to Rome. Florence, what are some some European rivers? The Danube is over there, but that's that's in like Hungary or yeah. something. That's that's a bit more northerly than uh, than this river. Um, the Myra, the what? The Myra River. I remember a song in music in high school. We sang out <laughs> on the Myra on a warm afternoon. <laughs> Old men go fishing with flat line wow. and spoon. Remember that was is it the Myra. 
It's not the Myra, but I love the song. Thank you. Uh, no, listen, if, if I ask you a question and at first you're unsure if you know the answer, mm-hmm. but then you're certain that you don't know the answer, mm-hmm. what sounds would you make to indicate that? Um, nah. <laughs> is that? Is that um, oh, nah? you're so very close. It's not um, no. Nah, oh, but no. It's ah, uh, no. The ah, uh, oh, no, <laughs> river. no river. Yeah. It's the ah, uh, no. no river. Okay, great. Yeah. Is that like A-R-N-A-U-T well done. or something like that? <laughs> it's it's No, it's even easier. The A-R-N-O. Oh, I was thinking it's like the Garno Report. The Arno River. Yeah. No, the well, Arno. There you go. I think I've got both of those questions. Yeah, very well done. <laughs> Thank you. Very well done. The Arno runs through Florence, Italy. So so the two answers so far have been the Arno and the Soprano. Oh. <laughs> is there I wonder is there a theme running through this yeah. quiz? There isn't. Um, question number three. When referring to pheasant or quail, a brace equals what number? I'm going Ooh. to say two. Yep. The big two. Yeah. That, I only know that for soccer, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you score right. a brace, you score two. Does that come from hunting pheasants? Yeah, it, it comes from... They're not entirely sure where, where it comes from, but it's possibly from brachia, which is the plural of brachium, which means arm in Latin. And, and where we get the word embrace. Ah, oh, embrace. So, yeah, you know. There we go. There you go. Well done. You got that one straight off. No hints oh, on back, that one. Back on track. Back on track. All right. Question number four. Which American actor recently became the oldest person to travel into space? That was someone who... Was it with you, Matt, that we interviewed on Triple J one time? Betty White? What's that? <laughs> Betty White? It wasn't Betty White. Okay, no, was just... <laughs> no. No, although uh, you didn't interview Dolly Parton when I interviewed her one time. That was pretty good. She's she's getting on. Hasn't been to space yet, though. No. Um, old Dolly. She was awesome. I've although seen she did some get of into her the world, hairdos, the- though, that, that could have reached space. They've <laughs> they, gone up pretty high. They with do the- gra- graze the ozone layer <laughs> occasionally. But um, it's our good friend, the uh, captain of the S- Star Trek Voyager, whose name William is- Shatner. William yes, Shatner. William yeah, Shatner. we did talk to William Shatner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We wow. did. We talked yeah, to him that time. You, you talked to him when you were on Triple J. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. was wow. releasing... Or was, was it, it for the I film? Th- it was for like, one of the films, wasn't it? It was narrating a documentary or something along okay. those lines, I oh. believe, was William. But no, he's a very um, amicable very nice. dude. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. He's done it all now. You can, you can say that he has done it all. Yeah. he's. Do you know how old he is? Oh, 83? No, keep going. What? He's 90. No. He is 90 years old. Oh, isn't that amazing? Goodness. I'll be, I'll be stretched great. making it to the shops when I'm 90, <laughs> let alone to the <laughs> outer galaxy yeah. areas. Yeah, the, the previous oldest person to travel uh, into space was Wally Funk, which is a spectacular name. And she trained as an astronaut in the 60s but that was long before NASA allowed women to be astronauts. Yeah. Uh, and before, and she only went I- I into space the other day, like a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Um, but also John Glenn. Do you remember him? No. John Glenn was an astronaut. He was he was one of the first people in space, and then he went again in 
in the late 90s. Right. Imagine if Double William, trip. Sh- William Shatner spent so much t- of his life pretending to be in space. Imagine when he finally got up there, he was like, oh, I've, I got this all I, wrong. I acted, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back in Star Trek, they had to pretend there was turbulence and I've seen the yeah, stabilised like footage the- of the uh, actors just going, whoa. <laughs> it, was, it was quite good. But I, I think I need to be an astronaut just because they've got the best names. Wally Funk, Buzz Aldrin. I mean... <laughs> This is, these it's guys so good, are, isn't it? Either go to space or release an acid jazz album. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number five. What is both the name of a chocolate bar and the fictional nightclub in the musical Cabaret? Oh, my God. Okay, Matt, yeah, um, we're just going to have to start listing. We're just going to have to start listing. I'm going to say, like, I'm going to say, come on, kids. Let's all go down and jive down at the... Chiquito. <laughs> Chiquito. Chiquito. I wish it was. No, I, I wish it was chocolate bar. Chiquito. Well, let's, yeah, but I like that idea. So you, you, know, you know what? The, do you know what? I actually know. I actually know the answer to this. And do you know why, Dice? So it's because we, t- I, we did facts about this yeah. in the show recently. With okay, our segment because, Mind Blown. Yeah, for the Mind Blown, because this particular chocolate bar that I believe you're talking about yes. came out with a blue wrapper during the war because there was a shortage of milk chocolate and they needed to change to dark chocolate because uh, there was a shortage of milk in World War II. The answer, I believe, is the Kit Kat. You are 100% correct. Wow. And that is an excellent bonus fact as well. I was going to say the Turkish delight. Um, That is a good name as well. For a a nightclub. A nightclub, absolutely. Yeah, head on down to the Turkish delight. What other other um, nightclubs? Oh, let's go down to the Violet Crumble. (laughs) Um, Does that work? Yeah, Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, boost sounds like a um, we're back in <laughs> like astronaut a two a.m. kind of <laughs> yeah boost four a.m. sweat oh, off the walls kind of vibe <laughs> yeah um, let's have a few drinks down at the summer roll maybe um, yeah yeah, the, yeah the let's go to bar well. sounds like the airport lounge <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh man I got so wasted at bounty last night yeah for sure. <laughs> Yeah, or just, yeah, to dance down at Twirl. Maybe. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. a nice, yeah. beautiful, nice place, yeah. yeah. And Kit Kat, you will know, uh, uh, Matt, was the winner of the Twitter poll that Josh Earl ran to find the greatest exactly chocolate it. bar ever. Yeah, Whoa. very surprised. Uh, yeah, in the final, it was up against the Snickers bar, mm. which to me that should is never superior. Have been there. <laughs> what? Nah, never shouldn't have made the final, man. Come on. Snickers? Yeah, nah, never. What what was what was your pick? Do you know what's better than Snickers that is the Tell most me. underrated chocolate bar of all time? <laughs> Tell me. Mars Almondite. Thank you very what? much. Oh. Oh what? Where they put almonds in the Mars. It's like a Snickers, but instead of peanuts, it's almonds. And oh. it's got the it's got a Mars whiter chocolate nougat. Okay. Man. I'm down with Mars Bar. Like, I really thought Mars Bar was going to win. Tell you what, it's lucky we're not on the ABC anymore. We would be breaking all sorts of policies <laughs> mentioning all these brand names. <laughs> get on board, Dice. So I mention gotta get whatever sent. you want on this. You can mention anything you want. Yeah. yeah. Jump on board the Ship Army. <laughs> um, that's actually don't. Is that is that financial advice? I don't, I'm not saying. Do not. No, do not jump on board the Ship Army. <laughs> I have the Shiba what? Inu. I can't. I can't stress That's enough. Talking That's about not financial again. advice. Oh no! Don't worry about it, stop, John. Stop talking about crypto. Okay. Uh, we're gonna have another break and have a Kit Kat. We'll be right back. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You are listening to the Saturday Quiz. My guests today are Matt O'Kine and Alex Dyson. We're up to question number six. Here we go. You ready, guys? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Question number six. The magician, the high priestess, the lovers, and the fool can all be found where? Um, that was... I, I believe I know all of those people because I met them at Matt's first share house. <laughs> In Sydney, <laughs> that was, there was all sorts of creatures roaming around that place. <laughs> and you were the fool, um, weren't you? That was. That was I'm going to suggest. Is it tarot cards? I would think yeah, tarot, it is cards, tarot as well. cards. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Do we know what any of them all mean? No, I don't know what any of them uh, all mean. But they're all part of the major arcana, mm. which is a set of 22 cards in a deck of tarot cards that don't have a suit. But the minor arcana more closely resembles the deck of cards that most people are familiar with. With suits and numbers and kings and queens and jacks. I just know you don't want the Grim Reaper, isn't that one? Death is one. Yeah, there's death or something like that. There's also, my favourite one is the Wheel of Fortune. Oh, baby John Burgess. (laughs) I would (laughs) love to pull him from a tarot card deck for sure. (laughs) Okay, question number seven. And this one, Matt, is is why I thought that you should do this quiz. Ooh. I saw this question. And okay. I thought Matt O'Connor will know the answer. What is this. the Shibami? <laughs> it's nothing to do with, uh, with crypto. <laughs> question number seven. Set to join the NRL in 2023, what will be the name of the competition's newest team? Mate, and don't there's even bonus finish. The two- Wait, there's bonus points. Wayne Bennett and it's the Redcliffe Dolphins. <laughs> All right, just don't even bother. Wow. Yeah, wow. You you did actually guess one of the uh, one of the bonus questions, but there's another one, okay, which is for naming how many teams will be in the NRL competition. Jeez, Something is telling me seventeen. Yeah, seventeen's correct. Is, is it? Odd wow, number? there we go. I know. I don't know how it's going to work. Mm. Well, every they all get a day off. They, they just get a buy every once a week. Or one team gets a buy. Or you know how in um in my in GPS days in Brisbane way back in yeah. the day uh, we'd always we'd play all the official teams and then we'd go up to Toowoomba and play Downlands and they were just like the yeah you're in it but you're not none of it counts to, to <laughs> <like> team. <laughs> so in your bye week you'd go play this team that none of, it didn't matter. It's always so weird. Like giving, oh, the, giving an unplugged video game controller to your little brother and saying, <laughs> like, yeah, let's play against each other. Yeah, no, this doesn't count at all. Uh, yes, it is the Dolphins, uh, and they will be coached by Wayne Bennett. Bennett, who is the coaching supremo the goat. in the NRL. Uh, some could say the high priestess of coaching. <laughs> Maybe. Do you know how he holds the, the record for the most grand final wins? Do you know how many that is? Oh, I'm going to guess and say seven. You are spot on. You're kidding. God, this is- yeah. And the most seasons 
with a single club, do you know how many years he coached the Broncos? Alex, you go. Because oh, I would get that how wrong. How many years in a row he coached streak. them to grand finals or coached them in general? Coached the yeah, he coached them the most of any coach has 16. coached a single team. I'm going to say 12. No, heaps longer. What? Do- double that, Matt. 24 years. 24 <laughs> oh years. God. He was the, from their inaugural season in 1988. He was their coach for 20 years and then left and coached some other teams and came back to do a little four-year stint. Oh, my God. Is he 90? Is he going to space soon? What's <laughs> going, going on? going to space. <laughs> All right. Question number eight. This one, I reckon... I, I'm going out on a limb a little bit here and saying that this one might pull you up a little bit. Okay. Oh, ye of little faith, John. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> well, not with Matt O'Kine's been absolutely on fire. Smashing today. Sinking them Smashing from it. way back. <laughs> here we go. IBID, I-B-I-D, is an abbreviation for the Latin term IBIDEM, meaning what? IBID, IBIDEM. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, um, look, sorry, you may, guys. You may have put a, popped a spanner in the works. Did do you do you a know, Did you do a language in high school? What was What was Brisbane State High's um, language of choice, Matt? I, I I don't know about. I didn't do a language in high school. Although I did, I do speak the language of love now. <laughs> um, what about the university? Are you, in primary school, guys... it was Japanese. Oh, I was touching on a Maiwa Mathudes. So you know, I'm still a bit across it. Um, well, I did French in high school, so that's the Romantic languages, which is kind of on the, yeah, in the area. But Ibid, I cannot think of what that would yeah, be. Yeah, Ibid, you would find in like academia. Yeah, and, you know. Well, it kind of sounds like um, I bid, which is something neither Matt or I do, being under 40 in the current property market. We <laughs> neither of us have a chance at that. Neither so, of you bid. No, neither of us bid. So we're out of our depth here. I bid, it's, it's used in footnotes and endnotes. Oh, yeah. Mate, um, I can safely say that I, I don't know. I can safely oh, say that Dyson right et al. don't know the answer to this question. <laughs> All right. I might have to just yeah, tell buzz you this us out. one. Go it, on. it means means in the same place okay so yeah so it's it um you use it in footnotes when mm. you say uh that was you know i found this quote in leo tolstoy you know anna karenina page 481 and then if the next footnote was oh. also from anna karenina yep you just write ibid to from save the you place. the okay. space of writing the same I'm thing not again. a huge footnoter. I haven't I haven't footnoted much. Um, no. Do you use the uh, Oxford system or the Harvard when you're citing, citing stuff? I've been Matt. doing footnotes though a little bit more recently. Chicago style, yeah. actually. <laughs> Writing pitch documents for TV shows though. Ooh. And yeah. uh, because, you know, a lot of the stuff you've got to use for talking to American networks. So you got a bit of, you know, you say, oh, the characters go down to a sausage sizzle, little footnote, sausage in bread. You know, like that. <laughs> so that's that sort of thing. To make it understandable for the American audience, exactly. I guess. Yeah. All right, question number nine. What is the name of both a Scottish town and a fabric pattern featuring a teardrop-shaped motif? Teardrop-shaped motif. I'm going to say Inverness. Yeah. Not Inverness. You'll be familiar with this pattern. It's often found on uh, sort of men's ties, 
yeah, it was big right. in the big in the kind of sixties and seventies. Yeah, I mean, we wore things it, like that. We uh, we had to obviously wear a tie uh, to work <laughs> to do we this podcast. Triple J, um, <laughs> you know, right. they uh, <laughs> the youth broadcaster obviously had a pretty strict dress code when we came in. Wore the it was usually ties. a tie that rolled up on itself though, <laughs> like uh, a curtain and, and a hat and a helicopter hat and a flower that squirted. That was our dress code. All right, what um, do we got? What patterns we got? We got chevron, we got houndstooth, but I don't know what the teardrop one is. Mm. Um, it starts with P. Scottish. I've been to Scotland. Oh, yeah? Um, where did we go? We went to Edinburgh. I can't remember anything else. <laughs> Glasgow. Um, Inverloch. Inver- is it Inverness? The place Inverloch? I can't remember what I just said before. The Plaid. Oh, yeah. No, not pla- Plaid or Plaid. plaid. Um, what can I tell you? They got the pattern from... You know the the east back mm. in the day, so it, it sort of mm-hmm. originates in India and Iran and and places like that. Mm. And then they copied the pattern. It's sort of like a seed or a little mango kind of shape, little raindrops or something. Because I do remember in Scotland, um, my tour guide was talking about rain because he's he's um it rained a lot while we were there, and he's right. like, oh, it's, it's not rain, it's future whiskey. Um, <laughs> which I thought was, That's was very pretty cool. Um, I, can't, I honestly could not tell you. Popcorn. All right. um, um, French pleur is cry, plu, pleur. I don't know. Mm. Poppy seed. Yeah, see, it, it doesn't, unfortunately, it, the name doesn't even refer to the shape or anything like that. It is literally the town where they made the cloth originally. All right, Pete, um, buzz us Pete. out. We're, we're done. Yeah, all right. It is Paisley. Paisley. Ah, uh, no. Nah. Dear idea. All Wouldn't right. have known. No. Never. What no about chance. Uh, Paisley Nate. Park? That was Prince's studio and home Paisley in Park. Uh, Minnesota. I only remember an ad in, in Warnable. There was a um, an optometrist called Kevin Paisley Fashion Eyewear. But that's about it. <laughs> if only I knew that, I would have. That's the clue I should have given you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, next time. <clears throat> next time. All right. And we're up to the final question. Here we go. Ooh. Question number 10. Recently sold at auction, the artwork "Love Is in the Bin" was created by whom? Oh yeah, that was. I'm pretty sure was that a very famous yeah, and I art- think street artist, the old self shredding potentially, because yeah. it um tried to get sold, it got then sold for more after shredded and just got sold again <laughs> for like 35 million or something. That's it's crazy. That's our man Banksy. That is Banksy. Yes. Well, we assume it's a man. We're not sure. Yes, uh, but yeah. Who knows? Tell you what, if anyone wants to shred money, you just ask me for crypto. (laughs) (laughs) I can put it straight in the bin, I promise you. Okay, we're going to take one more break for a commercial. Hopefully it's not for cryptocurrency, but uh, we'll be right back. Matt Okine, Alex Dyson, thanks guys. You did really, really well. Oh, thank you very much. Admirable effort. Um, Matt O'Connor, a bit of a hot streak there, which was great. Um, it ended pretty quickly, but I, I'm still pretty proud of what I did. And I, was, and I was actually, I'm more glad that we could give you some more facts, you know? Absolutely. We, we that, could give you, back to the show. Your little uh, <laughs> no bridges over the Amazon and... Uh, the blue packet for mm-hmm. the for the Kit Kat. <laughs> yeah, I I love You'll that. You're telling that, everyone. Yeah, I will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and tell me, where can my listeners become your listeners? Well, if you do want to hear a few of those facts, as well as some other, um, I guess less 
less scientifically uh, accurate data. Our podcast <laughs> is called All Day Breakfast um, with Matt and Alex, and we pop one out every single day. That is yeah. John. Remarkable. So none of this, none of this weekly rubbish. Yeah, um, Monday to yeah. Friday. A Pick yourself up, Johnny. You lazy <laughs> comes into your stream at about five a.m. and um, yeah, it's cool to hang out with a bunch of people. We just launched our own. Um, podcast street team the first in a in the country and indeed the world i believe john you know our radio stations have your fancy cars that roll around that give out oh yeah right the, yeah. we got a um we got a matt and alex all day breakfast bomb squad that's uh hitting the streets <laughs> um, <laughs> it is wrapping our branding so on the sides see, of the car if you see um an old you know an old mobile chugging along <laughs> puffing out smoke with a few with our uh, ugly mugs taped across them, then you know who to yeah. uh, to take a picture and tag it. All <laughs> That's fantastic. And are, are they chucking out t-shirts? And uh, no, um, the legal department have said they strictly cannot interact with the public. So um, <laughs> when it comes to the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast Bomb Squad, look but don't touch. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thanks so much, guys. Pleasure having you on the show. It was so thanks, much fun. Johnny. Thank you very much. That's the Saturday quiz for another week. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you to my guests this week, Matt Okine and Alex Dyson. Find their podcast, All Day Breakfast, wherever you listen to this one. Congratulations are also in order for Matt and Alex. Subsequent to recording this episode, they were nominated for Best Entertainment Podcast at the Australian Podcast Awards. Well done to them. Unfortunately, this little podcast wasn't recognised in the nominations, but you can vote for it in the Listener's Choice category, and I would really love it if you would. Simply visit australianpodcastawards.com slash vote and search for The Saturday Quiz. And if you have a couple of thousand friends, please encourage them to listen and vote too. And remember to subscribe, rate and review. And if you have the means, you can support this podcast by clicking on the link in the show description. Thank you, as always, to Cindy McDonald for writing the quiz. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week.